Investigating Dance Academy. I'm Claire. I'm Olivia. And I'm Mika. So let's get started. We are on episode two of two. season one. Called Week Zero. Great. That was great, guys. <laughs> rough, rough, rough start. <laughs> We're going to jump right into the um, comment section on YouTube. I discovered that all the episodes are actually uploaded to the Dance Academy YouTube. So I went to our specific episode, season one, episode two, week zero, and I want to see what people had to say. So, first comment, Vitalani Mamea wrote seven months ago, dot dot, y'all don't understand how happy I was when Tara hit Abigail in the face. <laughs> which was an insane moment. With a point yes. shoot. With a point shoot, not her hand, with like an object that is full of like... Ow. Like, wood. Mm-hmm. And, like, pla- it's, like, hard. They still room together afterwards, even though... They, literally, There's no other discussion minutes of Minutes afterwards, Abigail walks into class with a bloody nose. No, that Miss Rain does not have any questions. Tara is completely composed. Yeah. It was just fully glossed over as Anyways, event. I feel like they should have had her... Like, that was too violent. That was <laughs> expulsion-worthy. Yeah. That was insane. It's like, how under developed emotionally are you tara yeah so it was a crazy moment for sure i agree with this comment and then my life as senna one two three two years ago wrote is this suitable for a 10 year old question mark the answer is no the australian children's television foundation which is like a verified channel i think this is from a, a trailer for the show Wrote, hi there, Dance Academy is best suited to young people between the school years of 5 to 9, roughly ages 10 to 16. The series has been recommended for secondary and or tertiary students. Hope this helps. Which makes me feel bad. Why? About watching it. Because we are college age students. (laughs) Cadence Emo responds, it's good for any age. Yes, which I felt better about. There's a lengthy thread under this comment. Because I, if it's probably people like us who no, are all... No, I feel like a lot of the people are older. Like, all the reviews I'm reading are like, I'm a 30-year-old woman, but for some reason I cannot <laughs> stop watching this show. Which it's is that like, appeal. I don't know what, what is it is. It? I, I don't the know, appeal will we ever show. figure out what it is? So really... I don't know. It's high drama, I think. It is. It's high drama. It's... The like high niche, stakes too. High like stakes. dance, like if you fuck yeah. up once, you your career might end. And I think like the niche, like setting of a mm-hmm. dance school is In like Australia. very appealing. Yeah, I also think it's like comforting to watch shows that are so formulaic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is for sure. Because you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on. Sonia K M K wrote two years ago. Is this show good? Question mark. <laughs> That is the question. I mean, that's the question that is we're the question. ultimately trying to answer here. Is this, is show, this good? show good? Is this show good? It's complex. Maybe we should reply to her and say, ask her to listen in. Oh, yeah. So, Netflix description to jumpstart our discussion. Tara arrives at the academy excited about the year ahead, but soon discovers that she is the worst dancer in the class. So this wow. episode Which, I mean, starts out... Sums with, it up. Yeah. But it starts out with her... Oh, she's back on the farm. She's back on the farm talking to her parents, which do appear in this episode. Truly. I think this might be the last time we see them throughout the whole series. Um, and they're saying goodbye. Her dad drives her to In school. the yellow truck. There in is... Truck. Let's not forget the kangaroo. The kangaroo? <laughs> what the fuck? 
the kangaroo with the thinly veiled metaphor that comes back in the end when she has that random oh, yeah. picture of a kangaroo. Of the kangaroo. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. she walks out of her front porch and just is caring for this baby kangaroo. Yeah, and first of all, it's like, say? don't forget, that we're in Australia. And we're on a farm. Oh, and we're on a farm. This is rural. Then she says... What does she say to the kangaroo? You're not ready. I can't take okay. care of you anymore, is what she's saying about the kangaroo. She has to let go. She's like, I wonder go what that's a metaphor for. Mm. As she packs to leave for yeah. Dance Academy. So, and then she also, in that monologue, says that she's from a town with 300, 300 people. people. Yeah. That's so small. Which That's is smaller than one so grade small. in our high school. Yeah. Yes. That is insanely... Which, again... who? How were there even enough people to have a dance class in that town? Maybe she drove over to a new Yeah, she had to. Because of 300 people, it, I don't think it's possible that there was a dance teacher and, like, a bunch of dance students. Oh, my God. I think it's funny. It's It goes back to that they feel the need to, like, hammer everyone's right. character. Mm-hmm. It has to be it extreme. Has to be and that was small. very, very apparent in this episode. The Sam, or, um... Cat versus Abigail, mm-hmm. like dichotomy oh, yeah. of like who do you want to be? Ooh, dichotomy. They're like they were very like opposite ends of the mm-hmm. spectrum. Like even more so in the first episode, yeah. it was like. But Sam, now, it was but like, now she and Cat Bart. is crazy and wild. Abigail is completely dedicated, and nothing will stop her. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. But now Cat and Tara are friends. Which that friendship is established. And all the and friendships are like more established. Tara has now punched Abigail in the face with a point shoe. Yeah. So the lines have been flip-flopped again and drawn. Right. But it starts out the episode, um, Abigail is very nice and very happy to see I, Tara and like screaming. She's like, ah! Which I, I thought was I feel was like she, wants, she just wants friends. True. like... Throughout the episode, she's, like, whenever Tara goes to do something with Kat, she's, like, kind of sad about it. And she's also, like, needs someone to, like... Boss around. Boss around, basically. And Tara's perfect for that, because she's, like, a pushover. And Tara's, like, tell me what I need to do. What do I need to do? Yeah. She literally says that to Mm -hmm. me. Tell me what I need to do. And also, the other thing that I thought, like, this episode was very, like, the trope of, like, new girl from a small town in, like, a big city, and she, like, doesn't know how anything works, and she has to figure out the social dynamics, and I thought, I don't know, it was kind of, like, boring, but, yeah. Yeah. They're still trying to set everything up. Well, so they introduce Sammy more. Mm -hmm. Okay, I haven't actually a lot to say about this episode and Sammy, because I think that they, like, really, really... There was, like, this whole, like, queer narrative in this episode that is like, started because, um, spoiler alert, Sammy ends up being gay, but I think they start really, like, setting that up already in this episode because, so he's coded as, like, this feminine, like, weaker character. He, like, is put on point, which was, like, only for girls, and then he's rooming with Kat, First of all, that would That's never weird. That would never happen. That would never but he's happen. put in a room with a girl, like implying that he is a mm-hmm. like female, yeah. femininely coded, fem- feminine person, um, and he like is always in the girls' locker room with the girls, mm-hmm. and they make some comments about it, but they're not like they're all okay with it and yeah. it's fine. Um, and I thought that was really interesting, and also they have like this, um, like, 
dynamic setup where all the other boys, like, somehow sense that Sammy is, like, this... He's being othered immediately, which I think is, like, really kind of, like, um, nuanced for, mm. or, like, maybe by accident, like, capturing the, the gay experience where even if you're not out yet, people kind of sense it and, like, already, like, just, like, other you from themselves, like, before you even come out. And, like, he is kind of, um, they all, all the other boys call him Twinkle Toes, and then he feels the need to, like, prove his masculinity, which Kat then does by, like, coming out of the room with him in her towel and being, like, implying that they were just having sex and saying, like, he's more man than you'll ever be, which is, like, to say that to be a man is to be fucking women and Mm -hmm. to be, like, pulling girls. And I thought that was just, like, a very... It kind of sets up this whole storyline where Sammy now feels like he has to be, like, a man. Which is interesting in the context of a dance academy, mm-hmm. where, like, it's typically seen as, like, a feminine and gay men, like, activity. So, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I have no idea if it was intentional, though. Yeah. I don't think it was yeah. intentional. <laughs> but also, uh, adding on to branch off of that, we go back to our what age is this for discussion. Right. In that those boys were saying these weird sexual things about Kat. They said, hold on, I wrote down the quote. Oh, thank you, Olivia. um, One of the, it's like a group of guys, it's like three or four guys. Sean or something? I don't remember. And Sammy's like walking with them. And this one guy is talking about Kat and he says, I've heard she's got some tattoos in some very interesting places. I feel like they said something else too where I was like, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That was like very because you see she has a tattoo on her back of a butterfly, Horrible. which looks like a temporary tattoo. <laughs> it really is not well done. Um, uh, but that is like obviously you're supposed to think these guys are assholes, right. like for because they make fun of Sammy and um, also because of this comment. But that was just very off-putting for like <laughs> especially for the age this show is for. Like I was like, oh Jesus. Yeah, but I th- it's this thing where there's like layers, I think, yeah. cuz it's like if you're young and you're watching it, you're not going to pick yeah, up yeah, on these things, but as older people we're Maybe like, that's what? why the 30-year-olds love it. Yeah, yeah. The thir- we we bring our own meanings to mm-hmm. it. Um I also thought it was weird like there was like some like fraternity and sorority parallels cuz they like all live in a house together mm-hmm. and that's like a thing. And then the whole hazing thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was kind of a weird part of the episode. That was weird. There were a couple, like, very distinct... Sections. Like, because that happened, and then Ooh. there weren't really any consequences. And then her, like, smacking Abigail in the face happened, and there weren't... It was, like, there's, a, like, weird mini-episodes within the episode. Yeah. And they all, like, concluded and then weren't mentioned again. <laughs> yeah. So, so they have this, like, hazing part then, mm-hmm. where they jump into the water, mm-hmm. which is then not relevant then, and not developed on in any way. Yeah, no, and then, um, <laughs> I just would like to highlight the music choice. Oh my After God. they, like, re-emerge from the water, it's, like, triumphant. Cheesy 2000. Slow-mo yeah. also. Yeah, slow-mo yeah. also, and you're like, wow. But I think this that. also is probably supposed to give Kat some more character development oh, yeah. because she gets kind of scared. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they <laughs> there's like 20, 20 seconds that where in she's there scared. Yeah. Is like to be like cat maybe like woo party all the time but deep down sometimes she gets scared too. All like, right. All right. I see that. I feel I like that's too. what they're trying to do. I don't think it's the Which most Which is it's very transparent. It's weird, yeah. But 
Um, I feel like that's what they're trying to do, is bring some, a little bit more depth to her character. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, can we talk about the That's Me monologue? Katara has yes! like three different <laughs> black monologues in this episode. She has the one at the beginning with the kangaroo. The kangaroo. The, this one in the, just it's thrown in the middle where she's looking in a philosophical. It's yeah, like a napkin. stoner person <laughs> rant. Um, like, it and then she has the one at the end about New Year's. Right, yeah. so <laughs> the weird. one in the middle, she sees herself <gasps> oh, in a napkin, a metallic napkin holder, <laughs> and she says something, and she's like shook that she's seeing herself. She's, like, she's like, do you ever, th- ever have those moments where like you catch a glimpse of yourself, and you're, and like, you're like, oh, that's me. That's me. This is my life. This is my life. <laughs> Which is what ten year old? If this is an audience, if the audience for the show is ten year olds, I don't know that that the, is a relatable. There's a ten year old out there that's like, oh my god, thank god. <laughs> like I feel seen. My reflections. <laughs> and, but that's uh, the same point. So she meets Ethan again at the I point, know that she's rudely he... interrupted from that like philosophical moment by fucking Ethan. Yeah. And these chickens. And these chickens. People, people dressed in chickens on rollerblades, oh. which is also really weird. That's and so like, there's strange. no explanation given for that. They just run into her. But anyways, she gets reintroduced to Ethan, who doesn't remember her. And then later in the episode, he... I was I wrote down it goes from like he's like who are you to like weirdly flirty. Well, he's like I'm gonna keep an eye on you, Tara. Well, it's because like she she jumped off a. Uh, I know she's like balcony. She's cool. She's got something going on. She has on. some edge. Within. Yeah, she has an edge. Yeah. yeah, she has an edge, and also which she um, doesn't. The Arch. jumping thing. I think the jumping thing also goes back to like we haven't said this in words. We've kind of hinted at it. Um, but this series-long motif of Tara in flight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And Tara flying. And Tara she ta- moving she, she said, She says, yeah. first we get to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sounds weird. Yeah. And I don't know why, like, of all the things that they could be returning to time after time, it's flight. Well, it's they because she's decided. like, dancing is like flying for me. And I guess, I mean, <laughs> which, so it's like this terrifying thing of like is Tara gonna fly or fall oh, like yeah, throughout yeah. the whole thing mm-hmm. no it's like that's like the whole thing yeah it's the entire series and it just comes up over and over yeah. and over and over again and that was another moment where I was like oh she's falling now in the episode where she's, she's failing. failing but then that's at the true. end she's like I know my place now yeah she li- which is which is <laughs> also sounds of, weird when yeah. you say that and this whole thing of her like because basically she has to give up her point shoes because Miss Rain says she's not good enough, her technique isn't good enough yet, and, like, she could injure herself. But she's like, you have surprisingly good feet, but you're not good enough yet, basically. Um, but this whole thing of her not being able to be on point is, like, pretty much the whole first season. Like, right. not to spoil the rest of the season, but she, like, from what I remember, at least, she doesn't get to go back on point until, like, the literal very end. Um... Because she was at a 12-year-old level, apparently. Yeah. Which is, I, this, the, it's just so ridiculous that she got accepted here. And is now being put back. Yeah. Even Abigail's like, girl. Yeah. This is what happens to the middle schoolers. But I like, I kind that of. That was a dig, though. Yeah, that it was, was a dig. The, all the Abigail digs. I know. But I really like that, um, the theme of, like, 
Tara is grappling with how ordinary she is. Yeah. Because I believe it, because she is ordinary. She's very ordinary. I she think that's ordinary. a realistic thing she for said, her to She said, with. I'm not ordinary, I'm worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like that. I like that they're not pretending. Like, yeah. I think it's an accurate well, thing. Well, good casting, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Damn. Damn. <laughs> sorry, Tara fans, but but she. I mean, she is life. like, and I think that's also like something that many people have to think. Did about, we? So. Yeah. We have to talk about the H two O crossover, right? Oh, yeah, Ricky. From Ricky H2O. from H two O. Another iconic Australian TV show. Yeah, we do love our next H two O at Water. Yes. Just at Water. There will be a lot of references Cleo. to that show. Cleo. To and Ricky. And then it turns out that her and Ethan are a thing because Tara walks into the hallway the where they're just making out in the hallway, even though they should probably both be in Tara class walks or something. Crying into the hallway. Oh my god, she's <gasps> sobbing. The first time we have really seen Tara express emotion. May I? That's true. Her crying. Oh. Her crying. Her and crying then her looks the same as her smiling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, this this episode, I uh, kept a tally uh-huh. <clears throat> of what I call that Tara smile. Oh, Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Where you're like, shut the, get that fucking look off your face. <laughs> Jesus, you look stupid. I counted 11 times. Wow. In this uh, 24 minute episode. So, so that's almost about once every two once minutes. Once every two minutes, yeah. Damn. And there, there was, go. I almost wanted to write a tally down for when she was trying not to cry, because it looked the same. And I was like, girl, this looks the same as your other yeah. face. Yeah. Your one other face. She's not the most expressive woman. I want, wait, I'm going to look at how, how old the actress was. Okay, and while you're doing that, um, another thing that I want to talk about is the dance. Oh my god, she was like 14. Okay. Oh, wait, 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 no, she was like 16. That still changes a lot. That changes a lot that she was 16. I respect her a little bit more. Yeah. And I understand. She's only 24 right now. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, I understand. She was born in 1994. That's only four years older than us. That's five years older than us. That's crazy. Okay, so I understand where she's coming from. Yeah, well, I mean, she's young. Maybe we should lighten up on the Tara acting critiques. (laughs) A lot of it, she does not have that much to work with. Her character is not that interesting. No, yeah, she does not have much to work with. And to be fair, like, both Abigail and Kat, because they're such extremes, I feel like they're easier to play. Because you can just go all out, like, Mm -hmm. I'm a bitch, in Abigail's case. At least, she's not not really developed in these first episodes. She's like... She's definitely... She punches her in the face with a chin. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna be a dick. She's, and then she, I think they're Kat trying to, is like, I'm gonna, I'm crazy. They're like, trying to cast Abigail as manipulative. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, she'll punch you in the face, but she'll also stab you in the back. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's got all bases covered. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Even though they try to undo that later on, to a certain extent. The, yeah, she does kind of have a redemption arc, but we're not. It's weird because it's kind, they kind of, like, try and begin the redemption while also developing yeah. her mm-hmm. her bad traits. Yeah. So it's like she'll have one scene where she, you like her and then the next one will be yeah. she's like does something. She ups the ante of being crazy and being mean. So it's like at this point you don't know how to feel about her. But you know she's a good dancer. Mm-hmm. She's been established she's as a great the best. Except in hip hop. That was funny. That was funny. That yeah. was funny. I liked that. I liked that. Um, I also really like I love ballet fashion. I love, like, the, the shrugs and, like, the leg warmers and the, just, the leotards. I think they're really good. I agree. Um, 
And then also, can we talk about that one scene in the jazz class, which is like the most heavy-handed metaphor because everyone else is wearing the correct outfit and Tara is like yeah. alone in the middle, the only one wearing ballet clothes. And like, she, even if she doesn't have a black leotard, she has other leotards for all these like little scenes of her, them all doing these different um, styles of dance. She's wearing the same leotard, but you know she has more than one leotard because she no, showed up at the audition week in a, a different leotard. Also, so what is the truth, Tara? <laughs> she, Why are you only wearing one leotard? Change your clothes, girl. She should also be able to go to the store. They are not yeah. in the country anymore. She can go oh, to the yeah. store and buy other clothes. I think that was lazy. That was a la- I thought that was a lazy like metaphor. No, but on props, I think they just didn't change her clothes. Yeah. I mean, I think it was intentional. They wanted to show, like, she's so far behind she's everybody isolated. Else. She's But, like, different. it was, I, yeah, I don't think it worked very well. Can we talk it about, didn't make logical this is sense. something I've noticed. I meant to mention it last time, but, mm-hmm. um, they just, con- you know a show's great <laughs> when there's just constant music. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. My favorite was that Sammy's in the room. Putting, taking out his contacts, and there's full-on, like, jazz sex music in yeah. the bathroom. Like, it's like, that was so womp, weird. Womp, womp. And he's, like, taking off his, like, contacts. Then that no, scene went nowhere. It's also. because yeah. Kat is supposed to be, like, cat sexy. She's sexy. She's in a towel. Yeah. I think that's, to me, that's very lazy. That's just telling an audience, like, this is how you should feel. Oh, no, that's exactly like, what it is. Like, it's just, it's... It's because it's like they, not letting you draw your own conclusion. It's like this is this is triumphant. This is sexy. This is like mm-hmm. Tara's feeling sad. Like bitch, I know. I can tell she's crying. <laughs> Don't even music. Well, maybe I mean that could tie into the question of why do we love this show? Because we don't have to do any work. Yeah, you can just sit so and true. watch and be yeah. told everything you need mm-hmm. to know. There's no analysis. There's no critical yeah. thinking required. Yeah, because they just give you everything you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. It, and the music mm. is a music huge a help in that. that. I wonder if they let up. I just right now they don't trust the script and they don't trust the actors and there's no reason they should trust either. So I see what they're doing with the music, but I'm curious to see if it'll subside at, at all. Right. I don't remember it being this bad no. when we watched it. But we I'm also sorry. hadn't. But we also were. We were younger. We were not. Yeah. We were the the top of their age demographic. We were around sixteen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I also, this is like very much at the very beginning, but I thought it was really funny when Tara just goes complete monotone at the beginning, because like the last episode ends in a cliffhanger, and it's like, does she get in? And then Tara in complete monotone goes, so I got in. (laughs) Like, alright, great. That's how she starts her monologue. So I got in. So I got in. No inflection. Absolutely none. But she's 16, uh, so also, we're gonna stop being mean there. Christian was not in this episode at Oh all. yeah, Christian was just Where is not Christian? there. <laughs> just not there. They have, we're I focusing really on... Liked, I liked him, from what I remember. They're focusing on Sammy and... Building Sammy and Kat as And Kat, and then maybe yeah. Christian will be in the next episode. And they're framing, like, a, a Sammy... Um, Sammy, Kat, Tara friend group. Trio, and then also a Tara, Sammy... Like bond yeah. for both yes. being the worst mm-hmm. ones. Absolutely, because Sammy is also the worst yeah. one, and they both have to do their own special little thing yeah. on the side, mm-hmm. and that's like their bond. Yeah, that we're like 
which is like start starting their friendship. the first episode with them both yeah, being like, on the this stairs. is what's wrong with me. And then this episode, they're at the bar together and they're like, ooh. Yeah. And I, I do like their friendship. Like yeah, I, yeah. They have a good friendship. I think it's like effective. I think I like also them. Kat, Tara, and Sammy throughout at least this first season, I don't really remember. Remember, are like, but they're like have a good friendship. No, I like, like how the they core, all yeah. interact with each other. That's what I think the show does well. Mm-hmm. I think there are like good. They develop a lot of like different dynamics yeah. within the friend group because mm-hmm. there's the core, and then they have so many different combinations of people that they try out, and everyone has different little things. And I think that. And Abigail is like the frenemy. Right. Like, right. She is super competitive, but also they're kind of friends, but like kind of not friends. Yeah. I think it works. The dynamics work work well. I agree. But I agree I, as well. Predictions for predictions the next episode. For the, next episode? <laughs> the next episode. Oh, I just I just read the <laughs> description. Um, I think the next episode is gonna be more. This is kind of what I remember as well. Just Tara, like really, we're gonna get really into whiny Tara, yeah, complaining and complaining and complaining that she's not on point. I think also Ethan is going to come up in this one. Yeah. Because I feel like they set it up with Ethan and Ricky. I don't, I don't think no. they even mentioned her name in the... Yeah. In the I'm just going to call her Ricky because <laughs> yeah, that's Ricky hard to mm-hmm. um, They set that up by her running into them. I feel like that's going to come up again. Like maybe she'll run into him and it'll be awkward or something like that. Because so. it's clear she has like some sort of crush on him. She like wanted him to remember her. The slow-mo. She was flattered when he was like, I have to look out for you. <laughs> Alright, well, so, this is the Netflix description for the next one. It's called Behind Bars, but bars... Oh I know. Does bars have a Z? Bars does not have <laughs> a thank Z. Thank God, thank God, thank God. <laughs> bars is spelled, like, the ballet bar, like, B-A-R-R-E-S. Oh. Mm. Pun name, okay. I like that. So, the description is, when Tara's crush on Ethan threatens to derail her friendship with Kat, oh, Sammy gets her that. to write a pros and cons list to clear her head. That, oh, is that, means, Sammy. that means Ethan's gonna find it, and then oh, you know he's gonna find oh, it. you know he It's is. like the Friends plot when yeah. Ross writes that pros and cons list. It's the exact same. Oh... That's such a very literal description. That yeah, is. they told us exactly what was going to happen. <laughs> Sammy has Tara write a pros and cons list. It's like, do that, you understand? Do you understand? <laughs> yes or no? They don't have very much faith in the is that, cause no. like, Is that all that's going to happen in that episode? Like, what else is going to happen on the side? I bet what Claire said, whiny, complaining Tara, who's like, I'm not good enough. Yeah, yeah. And... Everything wow, they're really sucks. already testing your friendship with Kat. <laughs> the episode. <laughs> They've been friends for like a week. Yeah. They've been friends for like half an episode. Yeah. Okay, well. Can't wait to watch. Can't wait to watch. So excited. Can't wait to hear that. Because you're out.